Do you want to know the beauty about sports? You're never fully satisfied. Whether your team goes winless or your team takes home the title, you'll always find something to be upset about. And that's why we are forever disappointed. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of FD Forever Disappointed. Today is Friday, January 29th. Thank you for joining us again. Um, Kind of a light week this week, Mike. Not really anything, like, crazy. Obviously, NFL playoffs are going on. But other than that, the sports world's been kind of quiet this week. Everybody's everybody's been obsessed with stock markets and GameStop. Crazy out there. It's fucking crazy. Like, I don't understand any of it, and I still find it hilarious. Oh, I can explain it to you. Like after reading it on Twitter and all thing, I can explain it to you. I think I get okay. So I think I get the premise of it. I think like I, I understand that people like the Reddit, the Reddit community, like they made it. They did what hedge funds companies have been doing with GameStop, and they they bought the stock up so the price would go up, right? And then Robinhood yeah. basically said, "No, we're not going to let you do that anymore," which is pretty much illegal, from what I understand. Yeah. So the hedge funds. They shorted GameStop and other companies so that they can buy them at smaller prices of and course. keep pocket the difference. Yeah, because like I, I think PJ was telling me that uh, like a month ago, GameStop stock was at like six dollars, and it now was. it now it's at like three eighty or three ninety, something stupid like that. Yeah, so they wanted to, so they pocketed, they shorted so they could pocket the difference, and then the Reddit users said, "Fuck that, we're gonna keep buying stock to raise the prices." So that these guys can't make money, we're gonna drive them out of business. And a couple, um, so they wrote up the prices, and a couple of the hedge funds ended up going bankrupt. So the wow. hedge funds, they they made some companies bankrupt. And well, then, I, I I had heard people became like billionaires overnight because of it. Well, yeah, I guess like the people who've long term invested in them and had like a couple. No, good amount I, of I know, there. like I know, there's some people who put who ended up like like right when it kicked off, they put like like a million dollars worth of stock into fucking GameStop, and as soon as it hit like three hundred, they sold that shit. Yeah, yeah. So then these hedge funds lost their money. Some of them went bankrupt, and then basically Robinhood, from what I see, they're on the side of Wall Street where the regular the regular average Joe can lose their money. But, but the moment the hedge funds, but the moment hedge funds or big corporations do, or Wall Street loses money, then it's not allowed. So that's why they decided to stop. Sounds allowing. like a load of horseshit, if you ask me. Yeah, people are pissed. People aren't happy. Yeah, I, I think like obviously we're we're no we're no financial gurus over here. If we no. were, we wouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> but I think that. Um, once you once you take away that ability of the quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, so people know uh, the, the free, free market. market. Once you take that away, you're you're going away from everything you've stood for for literally hundreds of years in this country. Like we've had stock market crashes and shit, and like we've had so like it, it's it's very confusing to me that they would do something. Apparently, they're trying to help people so that they don't they don't raise the stock too high to where it just crashes in a couple of days. But I don't buy that. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, like we said, we don't understand it. We're just uh, laughing because our entire Twitter timeline this entire week has been nothing but GameStop all, and AMC. All my Twitter timeline yesterday and today has consisted of hold the line and don't sell. Hold. Hold, hold no, the line and don't I, sell. I have to say, though, my favorite tweet of the whole week was when – was when I, I saw this one guy tweet and it, he took a screenshot of Ted Cruz, AOC, Dave Portnoy, and there was one other person. 
Um, I, I know. What you oh, and D- Donald Trump Jr. and so, and like they all yeah. they all basically like agreed on on the whole Robin Hood thing that it was like it was wrong that they were doing it. And somebody goes, "You know, the world's fucked up when these four people agree on one thing." Exactly. Oh, I saw that too. When I saw that, I was dying. I had to call my sister immediately. I'm like, "Have you seen this tweet?" Yeah, people aren't too happy. People. I, I think it's, happy. for me for me it's just like entertainment at this point because like i don't trade stocks and shit so like I, i'm just here like ha you guys are funny yeah i mean it's pretty interesting that reddit uh, in a couple of days exposed the stock market for not being free trading oh absolutely i mean look this, this welcome to the internet where people are going to get continuously exposed for the rest of time the internet has so much power that it can make hedge funds go bankrupt do you think that like the people who like came up with the idea for the internet like saw this happening i don't think so no shot i think they first saw the internet like as a place like google where you go or like internet's like where you just go to search up stuff and like website browsing whatever i don't think they knew the power of reddit and what it could do when they created the internet those fools don't they know that reddit is 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 the one of the most powerful communities in the world i don't think they had a vision to reddit or those forum type websites um no like i said i i just i thought i'd bring it up i know this is a a sports podcast but i thought i'd bring it up because it's hilarious to me um now that that's out of the way we can get to the like i said the uneventful week in sports um michael you you, i want to hear i want to hear you say it say what i want you to i want to hear you know what i want to hear you say i want you to say that i i was right well yeah you predicted the, the correct super bowl Everybody told me that the Bucks weren't going to make the Super Bowl. And I said, watch, Tom Brady has so many weapons. He's going to get there. And now he's there. Go Bucks, baby. Matt, that's still, for you. Go Bucks. I will still be going for the Chiefs. I can't root for the Chiefs. I can't. Like, as a, as a Raiders fan, I, I, I cannot. If they win, they win. But I, I cannot root for them. I will be going for the Chiefs. Go Bucks, baby. I want Tom Brady to cement his legacy as the greatest of all time. Um, well, you want to do, let's, let, let, what do you think? Give me some predictions. Give me a score. Give me something. A score for the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to write this down just, just so we have this documented. Are the Chiefs winning this game? Okay. And I want to say 35 24. 35-24 Chiefs for the for Mike. Um, I I I I I'm gonna bet on the horse that I've been betting on this entire season. I'm gonna go with the Bucks are winning only, and I'm gonna tell you why. I think the Bucks are gonna win because their defense has been playing lights out the entire playoffs. I think they have at least one interception in every game in the playoffs, um, and like one game with multiple. So I think that the the Bucks defense is what makes the difference. I'm gonna go. They're gonna have to score a lot of points. I'm gonna go 35 31 bucks. Okay. Man, that, that now like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, the Chiefs are really good. The Bucks are gonna have to score a lot of points. But I, I honestly do believe that this game kind of comes down to who gets the ball last. So I'm gonna go 35 31 bucks. That's gonna Chiefs. be my prediction. If Carlton Davis guards Tyreek. The Bucks are not going to win this game. I can I mean, tell you, Mr. Slant route. 
If Carlton Davis is going to guard Tyree Kill. Well, th- that's the good thing about this gap week is that this is going to allow the Bucks secondary to get healthy. That whole that the the for the the last three quarters of that Packers game, they were playing two backup safeties and a backup corner. They were. So I mean, and their their linebackers are some of the best in the league. So I think if they can get their whole secondary uh, healthy, that their defense is going to be like really, really good. Um. Yeah, and first home Super Bowl too. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, of course it would be for Brady, but of course it would be for Brady, right? The fix is in, Michael. Is that what you're saying? No, nah, the fix isn't in. The Packers, the, f- the Packers just choked that game when they needed to win, when they needed to make the plays. That game, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy who says that game is Aaron Rodgers' fault because I actually I am an Aaron Rodgers fan and I I think that he is a very good quarterback. But you can't. You can't let your defense come up with three interceptions in the second half and not do shit with it. Yeah. I mean, like, they both sides choked up. Um, the first half, the defense choked up. The second half, the offense – or the fourth quarter, the offense choked up. And then Matt LaFleur choked up too. Yeah, I was going to say, can we, can, we, can, we just, can we just address Matt LaFleur? Michael, okay, okay. First, Before we do that, first thing go on like the nine, right? That, that's mm-hmm. what it was? They don't get any yards on first down. They don't get any yards on second down. Third down comes up. Rodgers has a line to the pylon, decides to try and sneak it in between two defenders, and it doesn't get completed. Everybody was jump Like, everybody in my house was jumping off the couch like, run, run. He had it on second down, too, to run for it. Um, I, I think it, I think he's a little scared. I think he's getting old. And, and I honestly think he, he thought he could make those passes because he's Aaron Rodgers. But And then did you see what he said after the game? He said, like, oh, I thought we were going to have four tries at it. He goes, if I'd known we were going to kick a field goal, I would have tried to get yards, mm. um, which I, I thought was, like, evident of, like, the non-communication between him and Matt LaFleur. And then I was laughing. I just started laughing when they kicked the field goal, and everybody's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, these guys are going to give the ball back to the greatest quarterback of all time without trying to tie the game. Buffoons. Yeah. I, I understand, and, and I they, I was watching the post-game interviews with Matt LaFleur, and, like, I, I understand his reasoning at the time, but you cannot give the ball back to Tom Brady. Well, um, damn, I, was in, I forgot what I was going. Oh, yeah. I think the game plan in the end zone, when the red zone, was just give the ball to Devontae. And I think, you know, like, that, mm-hmm. last, that, that last drive for the Packers, it was all Devontae. Devontae was double-covered. Yeah, yeah because that. Aaron was tired of everybody else dropping passes. Yeah, but then I'll take it back to the first half. I think it was either – I can't remember which quarter it was. First half, they're in the end zone. The first play, Devontae ran a fade route, and he turned in, and Rodgers threw it out, so Devontae dropped it. Yes, I saw that. He had to try – he threw his body at it really late, and he got his hands on it, but he couldn't catch it. The second play it was to Devontae, got batted down. And then the third play, he threw Devontae in the back of the end zone, and Devontae didn't get his feet in. Yes. Oh man. He had he had Lazard wide open on a cross. Yes, bro. He missed that, and then later on in the game, he missed Devontae wide open on a streak down the left side. Like Lazard was wide open on a slant. Yeah, game. and that 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 one to Devontae was on the it was on an offsides call too. Yes, it was a free play, and and he just completely missed. Like nobody, yeah. how do you not cover Devontae Adams? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, that really? that whole game was like. The whole game was just like so heart wrenching while you're watching. It, you're like, what is happening? And um, then, I mean, I'm not, not going to blame the game on the penalty, but I will say that they were. 
I will say it first was a late call, and then second, very, very late. It does seem sketchy that you haven't called it the entire game, and then you call it that final. And I I know that was a clear. Holding. I was gonna say don't get don't get this wrong. This is a clear holding a penalty. Clear holding, but it's just the concept of you having if they call, they, they haven't called, called anything all game. They've been letting they, the receivers play, which I enjoyed. I actually like to watch the fight between the corners and the receivers, and then they call that. And then it was a very, that was a very late flag too. I mean, even when uh, Murphy Bunting picked off Rogers, he held uh, Valdez Scantling on it to get the edge, and they didn't call that. But I mean, I like, I'm not trying to blame the game on the refs or the officials because it was a clear holding. But it sucks that that that's what the difference was. It was, but then them's the breaks, bro. Yeah, but I mean, the Packers still choked there. But if if you have to. Blame the game on one play. Then you, gonna, then you probably could have done something different. Like if you could look back and say this one play caused the Packers to lose, or this one, yeah, this one play caused the Packers to lose. I'm not gonna blame the field goal. I'm not gonna blame going for it to Adams every time in the red zone. No, because that's probably what that would do too. I'm gonna blame it on that half t- on that touchdown in the half. Oh, that was just a complete mental breakdown. That is just poor situational awareness. Eight seconds left. No. T- they're not going to have enough time to even go two yards in bounds and still bring on the kicking unit. And you let them go 40. Their best chance is to throw one quick out of bounds and then bring the kicking unit. So how you, you don't have three safeties or two safeties covering the end zone. I was going to say, like, you put three safeties on the goal line and go to halftime. Exactly. It makes no sense. That was – or situational. Did you see what uh did you see what Scotty Miller said after the game? Yeah, he said he's faster than Tyreek. He's yeah, they they said who would win it a race, him or Tyreek Hill, and he said him all day. No, Tyreek's gonna win that race. Tyreek, I think Tyreek's gonna be just about anybody in a race other than like Hollywood Brown, maybe. No, he still beats Hollywood. You think he beats me Cole? Probably. You think so? All right. Yeah. I, I personally think he's the fastest guy in the NFL, but I think there are guys who who could challenge him. Yeah, but no, Scott Scotty Miller does not touch Tyreek in the race. <laughs> I mean, not to say that Scotty isn't fast because he is fast, but it's obviously fast. He's in the NFL. He let one play go to his head. I that, that was, was that was just poor situational defense by the. I agree. I thought that was really funny. Um, the other game though wasn't as eventful. We can skip that one if you really wanted to. We all knew the Chiefs were going to win. We all knew the Chiefs were going to win. Um, the Bills have a really good football team. The only thing that the Bills are missing is the uh, is the the O line. They get a they get a they improve their O line by you know a little bit. They're going to be Josh Allen has more time to make throws and probably makes better throws than the ones he made last night. I mean, he was running for his life. And he had, like, 80 rushing yards at one point. I was like, this motherfucker has 80 rushing yards? Where have I been this whole game that he has 80 rushing yards? The but Chiefs defense, I'm telling you, it's, it's better than a couple of years ago. Oh, no, absolutely. The Chiefs defense is, has absolutely improved. Um, c- kudos to Andy Reid for that because that he, he realized that that's what their problem was, and he improved it one year. They won the Super Bowl, and now it got better than it was last year, and they're in the Super Bowl again. If you're telling me all it takes for the Chiefs to beat Brady's just theoretically, just they need one stop on defense, I'm very confident they could get one stop. On the go. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. 
Um, respect. I want to say before we before we jump off the NFL talk, uh, topic, respect to Stefan Diggs. He was the only one that stood out there and watched the trophy presentation. That's 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 hardcore, bro. That's motivation. That's like that's him. Like I want to be there next year. I respect it. If the Chiefs want to win the Super Bowl, I think the game plan is simple. Let the Buccaneers jump out to a quick 7-0 lead and then put the gas on. Yeah. The, the, I think that's their strategy for every game. Ex- yeah. Let the other team jump out to a, you know, even even a two-score lead, even 14 is it crazy and then just just put the gas on. Fuck it, a safety. We'll we'll give you guys a safety. Just so we'll, can... we'll let we'll let Patrick roll the ball out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a safety just so we can see that we're down and, okay, this is unacceptable. And then flip the switch. Now I know in the first quarter and they just. The first quarter is like their adjusting period. It's like, okay, this is what we game plan for. That's not happening. What do we do now? I can't explain it. Um, but yeah, okay, so we'll we'll skip that, that, that Bills game. So, sorry, Bills Mafia, you guys were close. Um... The only team to circle the wagon like the Bill. Oh no! Yeah, are the Chiefs? The Chiefs yeah. can circle the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, basically. Um, next thing, uh, NBA basketball is still going. I really don't want to talk about it. I, I think the Heat have dropped four now, like five in, a row. five in a row. Jesus Christ! I miss Jimmy Butler. I feel like we're the only team being affected by this COVID protocol. The Grizzlies are too. Who's out for the Grizzlies, though? I'm not a Grizzlies fan, so I can tell you, but I know they've been dealing with it. Yeah. Well, they're not missing their best player. And we and we lost Goran because he got hurt because he's old. And we just – we don't have any scoring. We Like, last night we lost by four, and honestly, I'm surprised we didn't lose by 30. We just – like, we, we need our scorers back, bro. And then the Lakers and the Sixers and all these teams are playing really well because they have all their good players, and then there's us. Yeah. It's only been two weeks, but with the way the NBA schedule is, it feels like eternity. It feels like we've been playing without Butler for, like, two And, like, every time, every time we have a game, I'm like, oh, we're going to get Jimmy back tonight, and we don't get Jimmy back. And I'm like, God, I'm like, why? Butler, Jimmy, and Avery Bradley. The did you see what the did you see what they put did you see what the Heat started using at the stadium to let fans in? Yeah, dogs. COVID sniffing dogs. Dogs for the win, baby. They have those at airports in like Europe. I've been reading. That's crazy. I, I, like we were talking. I don't. I, I can't even like begin to understand how that works. But like, good shit. I guess they can smell off your sweat or whatever. That's awesome. And they're like ninety four percent like accurate. I was gonna say if it, like have they uh, they had to have tested the accurateness, right? Yeah, it's like ninety four percent. I mean that that's a game changer, especially for sporting events and such. It if it sounds it like is, one step to getting back to normal. All it is is a dog walks by you, and if he sits, you got to go home. Really? That's all. That's all it is. He's not. He doesn't bark. He doesn't like. He just sits. He just sits. Well, you know what that means, Michael, right? What? We're going to a heat game this year. Yeah. And if, if you're in a party, if one if the dog sits down on one person, the whole party has to go home. Damn. But they said you don't have to, like, uh, sign up. Like, you don't have to, like, do the dog test. You can just do a regular Come with a negative test. test? Well, no, you can do one on the spot. Oh, they have, like, they have on-the-spot tests now? Yeah, it's, like, 40 minutes. So it's probably those rapid tests. I think I would do the dog just to be like, come here, pooch. Yeah. Even if he sat down, I'd be like, good boy. 
Who has COVID? Oh, I'd be me? like, who has COVID? Who does? Who is it? Me? Oh, good boy. The dog's gonna sit down. Oh, like the, I'm watching his fan the shiny right now. The dog's walking by him. That's the dog's hard. gonna sit. The dog's gonna sit down, and they're gonna tell you to go, and you're gonna sit your puck like, oh, I have half a nug here. My bad, folks. My, my, my bad, bad, bad. My bad. My bad. All right, go yeah. again. Take it, officer. Dog, walk past again. Oh, that's all funny. clear. We're good to go. Uh, who, who? That would happen to somebody. Like that, that, that would actually be like the dog. The dog would be so confused because he can't false smell the alarm, COVID. Someone, false alarm. Someone who's just really, really, really high. He's just walking around. He's got, he's got weed in his pocket. And the dog comes up and he's like, "Oh shit, that doesn't smell like COVID. That smells like I don't know what to do." He, the dog lays down because he doesn't know what to do. Um, I did see a picture here though. On heat, you follow heat versus haters on Instagram. Of course. Oh no, I follow them on Twitter. Okay, they. I don't know if they post it on Twitter, but they post it on Instagram. It says other. It's a meme. Others with a time machine. It's like a young girl oh, yes. and her granddaughter, and then the mom says, "Really?" Or the granddaughter, the grandma says, "Really?" And it says, "Heat fans with the time machine." Don't, don't play, play this game, and it's the it's the Wizards game. That's when everything went to shit. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was the Celtics game that knocked all our players out. That's what I thought was a Celtics game too, because that's when Tatum came out a couple of days after. Yeah, of course he's back on the court. Yeah, it's all right, Michael. They're still, uh, they're still. I know we're down in in the dumpsters right now, but we're still playoff eligible, and there's still a lot of season to go. Paul Pierce is an idiot. Did you hear what he said yesterday? No, I mean I don't listen. I, there's like three guys I don't listen to when they talk. It's uh, Paul Pierce. Um, Kendrick Perkins and that that really tall skinny guy Ryan something that's always on the jump. Uh, I can't remember his name. He's an idiot too. Like there's like there's just like a group of idiots you don't listen to on TV. What did Paul Pierce say? I had to jump on yesterday, and Rachel Nichols was talking about like the Heat compared to last season and the bubble. And then Paul Pierce says, "Oh, they're not going to make the playoffs at all." And I was like, "You fucking idiot!" I can't believe they pay this guy, man. I could be paid to go up there and say stupid shit. He was like, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're struggling. They're not as intense. I was like, the intense part, I can give you that one. Yeah. You haven't really been playing, like, heat brain basketball. Yeah, no shit. We got, a, that, bunch of, we got a bunch of G League players playing right now. Matt Barnes said the same thing, too. But, like, even, like, the, the main guys we've been playing with, like, oh, Lennox has been struggling, too. No, I, and I get – but, like, we have – like, and last night, last night the injuries is what killed us. I mean, we had Leonard out. We had Harkless out. We had Gorin out. We had – Jimmy's out with COVID protocol. Um, we just got Tyler back, and he only played like twenty minutes. They scored like eighteen. Yeah, because he's a bucket. Yeah, but at the same time, too, the Clippers had their three main guys out too. Uh, no, I understand that's why we should have won that game. But like, I mean, like I said, we're not going to be the Heat without our horses. We just got to get our horses back. Yeah. Hey, at least this is a this is starting the campaign for Bam to be a, an All Star starter this year. Hmm. Bam, hey, Bam's turning into a star in front of our eyes and people don't see it. Yeah, he's still has some inconsistency here and there, though. Yeah, but his jump shot looks a lot better. It does. He shoot, I think I saw yesterday he's shooting like 53% or something on the season. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that stat of Russell Westbrook? That he has he has 163 shot attempts this year and he has 163 points. That's horrible. It's awful. <laughs> That's completely awful. Did you see him get into? Did you see him get into it with John Wall? No, I heard about it. Matthew was telling me, but I didn't. See I don't it. know why they were arguing, but like that whole that whole scenario was funny to me because 
while they're arguing, Bradley Beal's just standing there next to John Wall with his arms crossed like this, just watching him him and Russell Westbrook yell at each other. <laughs> then after the game, they ask Bradley Beal if he's frustrated, and he goes, is the sky blue? I will say to that, as much as I like, I would love for the Heat to trade Bradley Beal, do I feel bad for Bradley Beal? I do not. I do not feel one sense of that's Sad how I feel. Bad. See, that's how I was when Damian Lillard signed his extension. Like, congratulations, you got your money. I don't feel bad for you. Bradley Beal had a chance to leave, and he signed an extension. Which, look, he took the route of there. There are two routes to take in an NBA career. You have to. Ch- I. It is after watching the NBA for as long as I have. I found you either have to chase titles when you're young, and you can, ha- and you have the horses to make playoff runs, or you chase money when you're young. Like a lot of people do. Prime examples: Bradley Beal, Carmelo Hello. Anthony, Damian Lillard, um, Donovan Mitchell could even be considered. I know the the Jazz are playing really well now, but like you know, these guys who stay in these small market teams because they can give them the most money. Which is, look, this is what you're in the NBA for. This is your job. You are supposed to get paid. I understand that, but I'm not going to feel bad for you. No, I don't feel one sense of sadness for Bradley Beal. My my hope is that he's just so frustrated by the time that the uh, the trade deadline comes around that the Wizards are just looking to get rid of him, like yeah. and, and like I and we don't have to give up an arm and a leg for him. I really do think the, he's the key to this team, though. Maybe. Either him, him or Oladipo. We need a we need a two guard that can play defense and score. The difference with Beal and um, Lillard and Carmelo, I'll tell you, is the di- is like the situation. Those. The, that um, Nuggets team for Melo and the Knicks team, completely better. Yeah. At a better standpoint when Melo stayed with them or Melo joined the Knicks compared to when Wall re-signed his. Yes. Extension. Absolutely. Same thing, same thing with the Blazers. The Blazers had even made the conference finals too. Yeah. Well, the, the Nuggets made the conference finals one year and they lost to the Lakers. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. Players. Those are good teams. Those are good teams compared to Beal. Who I don't, did the Wizards? Even, no, they didn't make the playoffs last Dude, year. Dude, I don't. I cannot remember the last. Time I don't remember the last. The Wizards the sniffed the playoffs. Beal knows what that team is and knows what. Oh, it like he's aware, dude. You know what it is? He set an NBA record. He's the first dude to lose ten straight games when he scores forty plus. Yeah. What is that? What do you want from him? You. I can't say he doesn't deserve to be frustrated or deserves the right to be frustrated because I can't tell you how people how to feel. But I'm not gonna fucking listen to you and you say it's a sky blue as an answer. I I like these athletes nowadays. Like they don't they don't ever want to reap the like the the consequences of their choices. Basically, like all of these things that are brought about these guys who are requesting trades and shit like Russell Westbrook just requested a trade from the Rockets and he got traded. Motherfucker requested a trade from the Thunder before that. Like, are you not happy anywhere? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Like I said, it's, it's a whole carousel of just crap. But yeah, I I don't feel bad for Bradley Beal at all. No, I, I, I feel bad for him only because I'm a big fan of his. And I hope that this frustration leads to him just being like, yo, either trade me or I'm just going to go home. He knows what he got into when he signed that extension. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't feel one one ounce for him at all. Um, but if the Heat trade for him, I, lo- I like it. I still yeah. want the, I, I would still love for him to come to Miami, but I don't feel bad for him. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say, yo, go, go send Tyler or 
dunking for him right now because he feels horrible. We need him. No, of course not. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, that that being said, I think there's only one other thing we had to talk about uh, for sports talk. Uh, baseball Hall of Fame didn't let anybody in this year. Weird or weird or just just plain stupidity. I don't know. I mean, Barry Bonds still has not gotten in. He has one more year left on his eligibility. Well, it, it's it's Bonds, Bonds, Schilling, and um, somebody else, right? I forgot who the last one. Like it's like Bonds, and the, it's it's Schilling, and then like Bonds and somebody else who used Peds. And Schilling, like Schilling, wrote a letter to the MLB asking to be taken off the ballot because he's like, oh, I don't understand. Like he's like, he's like, I've been told by former players and stuff that I deserve to be in the hall, and that's good enough for me. Like I don't, I'm not gonna listen to like these sports writers who are voting and shit. Yeah, fuck these sports writers. Bro, these guys are the guys who cost Derek Jeter a unanimous induction into the Hall of Fame because of one guy. Let's see, Barry Bonds deserves to be in. I don't care that. He he was he was a Hall of Fame player before he started taking drugs. Yeah, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens, that's who it is. Yeah, I mean, listen, I understand. Peds are bad. Cheating is bad, but at some point, you have to look at the body of work that has been put together and just say, okay. The eyeball test. What if they didn't do pets? Give them the eyeball test. When did they start using pets? This year. Okay. Let's look at all the stats from this year back. Let's look from this year back and let's have our analytical nerds do some math and come up with a system. You know ESPN loves their analytics. Yeah, let's come up, let them have come up with an equation and to predict system. what they would have done without the okay. use of drugs. Yeah. And and let's just go, let's just average that out. And if we decide that those averages would have brought them to the Hall of Fame, then we put them in. And we give them a little asterisk. I need like an asterisk wing in the Hall of Fame. I feel like there should be like signs where it's like, like when you walk into the Hall of Fame, like there should be a sign that says Hall of Fame, uh, like and an arrow pointing to the left and then asterisk and an arrow pointing to the right. Exactly. They need like an asterisk wing in the Hall <laughs> They'd of Fame. They'd have like Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Jose Canseco, uh, Pete Rose, <laughs> And, like, I don't even know. Like, somebody else. Uh, Sammy Sosa. And it's just, like, a whole wing dedicated to that. Mark McGuire. All of those guys. All the log ball summer guys. No, but seriously. Fuck the baseball writers. You do pe- How about baseball writers? You do peds. And, and you, you call to- us. And you try to hit seven home- 700 home runs in your fucking career. You bet- I bet you still can't fucking do it. <laughs> That's funny. You do pads and tell me. Tell, you you tell pads. me if you can hit seven hundred home runs. You do pads. You play eighteen seasons. You won't even fucking sniff four hundred home runs with pads. You did pads. You wouldn't sniff the fucking field. No. These guys were doing pads before they got to the big leagues. They still they were good enough to get to the league. You know how hard that is. Baseball writers. I. It's the same thing. See, there's so many flaws in like sports voting. I hate the NBA All Star voting system. I hate the Pro Bowl voting system. I hate that the MLB Hall of Fame. Like, just let former players vote. Like the Heisman. I hate Heisman voting. The only people that should be voting for the Heisman are former Heisman winners. And if you won two Heismans, I'm talking to you, Archie Griffin, you get two votes. 
Yeah. That's how it works. That's it. I don't want to hear those those sports writers. I've been watching football since I was 10 years old. Shut the fuck up. I've been watching football since I was 10 years old, and I could have told you who should have won the Heisman this year. Even the playoff committee. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, they should bring back the BCS system and just make a playoff out of the BCS system. Make just everything evolved around voting in sports, just the BCS. It, nobody is ever happy. Playoffs for college football, BCS system. MVP and NBA, BCS system. Hall of Fame MVP, BCS system. The numbers don't lie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but so that was the. I think uh, the only other thing I had for sports talk other than the baseball hall of fame was Ken Griffey Jr. has been named the senior advisor to Rob Manfred and the MLB, and the MLB. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Do you think do you think like Griffey working for the man is like selling out or is he like is he actually gonna like help the situation? Because we all agree that Rob Manfred's a fucking clown. He is a clown. I don't know. I want to say that Griffey can give him at least like a player's perspective on the on question is, is does he take Griffey's advice? Probably not. No, no. <laughs> no. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. No, I agree. Um, well, that being said, we can jump right into player of the week in this uneventful week. Uh, you could go first, actually. I think I already know who yours is. I think mine needs to be go first because without <laughs> my player, your player does not get your recognition. That's fair, I guess. Um, my player of the week is Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick. Patty Mahomes, baby. 29 for 38, 325 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, that deserves it. He was a uh, he was the only quarterback who played like a, a perfect game, pretty much, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's a perfect. I don't know what makes up a perfect. I, I mean, a, a not he didn't make any mistakes because I know Rodgers and Brady both threw picks, and Josh Allen I know had to fumble it for sure. Yeah. Um, like you said, mine doesn't happen without yours. So my player of the week is Travis Kelsey. God, it hurts me to say that. Thirteen catches. 118 yards and two touchdowns. The man is I like it's, I don't understand how a guy that big gets that open. He's just I, huge. I couldn't tell you. Like he is the same problem that Gronk was. Like he's too fast for linebackers, and he's too big for safeties. I don't know if people can say um, Kittle's better than Kelsey. Kittle just hasn't like been healthy. I still go with Kelsey over Kittle, and I get I get Kittle's more physical. I was just saying, I think up I think, in the line. Uh, I was just saying, I think the 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 really good plus side is that you don't find blocking tight ends who are that good with their hands and like that good yeah. at route running. Yeah, I don't know. I still think and I still like Kelsey over Kittle. I think so too. I still think Kelsey's the best. I like I I think Darren Waller is a very good tight end. I don't think he's better than Travis Kelsey. Um, but he's, I think he, I think he's on his way. I think he's playing three right now. I'll yeah. still give Kittle ahead of, of Waller. Yeah, we, we got to see if Kittle can put together a full season. Speaking of the Chiefs, I mean, we said it earlier, but, man, Tyreek really is fucking fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I, when he, when he that, caught that ball and I saw nobody in front of him, I was like, oh, see, that's a house call. We'll be seeing you. That one play was like a where he crossed – where it was an in route at, like, the first down marker. And he crossed the field. He went to one side of the field, 
had like four defenders, and he it wasn't even a juke move. He just like he just turned. He just turned and turned it upfield to the other side of the fucking field and got down to like the four. You just see guys. He just see him running past guys. If I was that fast, I swear to God, I'd throw the peace sign up every time I ran past somebody. Like he just slowed down and just. Whoop. Um, I think uh, another thing that I think is going to play into this Super Bowl is uh, special teams play. Watch out for the Bucks. Possibly return a touchdown, a uh, kickoff for a touchdown. The guy, their kickoff return is really fast. Gives really good yard. Uh, you got really good yards against the uh, the Packers. So watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, P- Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes probably deserving of play of their player of the weeks. Um jump straight into highs and lows. Uh, I don't have too many this week of each. I, I, for my lows, the like the really big one is uh, my car's in the shop because it's being annoying. Oh, the um, lights? Yeah, all the-, the lights. I finally took it in because like the lights, the, before the lights would come on and then go off and then come on and then go off. And then they, for like three days, they would just stayed on. So I was like, okay, there's something wrong. So what the did car- they say it was? Um, I don't know. I'm still waiting on, on them to uh to to call me back. Mm. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a whole bunch of bullshit. Um, when did you take it in yesterday? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, they should be calling me today. Um, but other than that, um, the only other low I have for this week is that the schoolwork is beginning to pile up. Not pile up in the sense that like I'm leaving shit, but it's like. It's it, it we're getting back into that speed of like normal school work rather than like the first two weeks where it's kind of chill. Yeah, so happens when you're not in syllabus week no more. Yeah, you're, I know you're in syllabus week. You're living it up, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all my lows. Uh, my highs. I, I had an interview for a possible summer internship that went well. At least I think it went well. Um, the I shaved for it. You guys can't see, but I shaved. I put a suit on. That's why you um, shaved. Yeah. Um, I had to look presentable. I put my hair back so they couldn't see that I'm a degenerate. Did uh, you take off the earrings? No, I wore headphones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the, there's that. Um, the other guy actually made me laugh. He was like, oh, those headphones are pretty big. I go, yeah, these are, I use them for for like gaming and stuff. So they cancel out noise. Um, I was like, I just don't, I don't want, I like, I want to be able to hear you guys talking and stuff. Um, but yeah, I had an interview that went really well. And then my last high was uh, Nick came to visit before he leaves for Notre Dame. Nice. He, yeah, Nick, uh, Nick's leaving for Notre Dame on Sunday, Sunday night. So he came here last night, we went out, and then he just left actually like an hour ago to uh, to head to Tallahassee to see his sister. So it was fun. Uh, we got to go out, man. We got hammered. <laughs> yeah, he, he he he. When he left, he goes, "I'm still kind of, I still feel kind of drunk. I think I'm gonna have somebody else drive." And I'm like, "Okay, Nick." And then we fed him, and we gave him some water, and he's like, "Oh, I feel a hundred times better." Nice. But yeah, but, uh, like I said, I didn't have a, a whole lot for highs and lows this week, so that's all I got. Um, I will throw it over to you, my friend. Um, my lows, my first one. This isn't more of a lows. It's more of a correction from last week when we did our disappoint list. Okay. I realized I said players growing up that power forward was KG, and I completely forgot that I had said greatest of all time was um, – Timmy Duncan, so. Timmy yeah, Duncan. but I, I realized you said that, and I was like, 
Okay, that's fine. You, you were just giving recognition to a, another I, really good I was, power forward. I was giving recognition. Because KG is nasty. He is. He may have been a dick, but he was nasty. Yeah. I realized I forgot I said Timmy. So Timmy's still the greatest. Timmy Timmy back. is still the big fundamental. He's still the, the, the best power forward to touch a basketball. But I, I said KG was more just giving recognition to him. As much as I hated him, he was still a good I, yeah, like I will give credit to a lot of those Celtics players. The only ones I really will give credit to are Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. The rest and of them Rondo. can go. Rondo. Rondo can. I don't like Rondo. I've never liked Rondo. Rondo was a, Rondo was a good court. Leader. Rondo's one of those guys that if he's on your team, you love him. And if he's not, you just absolutely hate him. That's Marcus Smart now. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I wanted to correct myself that Tim is the greatest growing up and of all time, but wanted to give AJ his credit. Someone else we also forgot, and I for, I don't know how we forgot about him, was Dirk. Yeah, I had actually thought about Dirk. My whole thing with Dirk was, is that, like, he was, he's really, really good, and he, like, he changed the way that that position could be played for, like, a lot of the guys that are playing today, and he, he helped spread the European game a lot. My whole thing with Dirk was that, like, compared to Timmy D, the resumes just don't add up. Yeah, no, and I mean, listen, I have nothing but respect because Dirk is the last, probably one of the last persons to ever win a finals without a super team. Yeah, so respect to Dirk for that, even though he beat us. Um, yeah, I agree. I would, I honestly, if you were to ask me, I think I'd take Dirk over KG. Probably. Yeah, we forgot. But I'm to take taking Dirk. Timmy Duncan over all of them. I will. And then when we said players now for power forwards, we said AD, and it wasn't close, but we forgot about Giannis. I count Giannis more as a three. You see, that's my thing too. But I know he's technically listed as power forward, and so is um, Tatum. Small uh, sometimes is listed. Oh, as Tatum's power. a three too. I don't want to hear this crap. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. They're just playing small ball. Yeah. Uh, Giannis, Giannis is good. He's just he needs you know he needs more time. Yeah, he needs that next level. He'll get there. I yeah. promise. But um, that was my correction errors for last week. Um, my first low, it got cold. It's been a little cool and uh, cool lately. That tornado that hit Tally brought a cold front here. Um, I walked out of my apartment the other day in shorts and a t-shirt, and I I went, oh shit! And I walked right back inside. Yeah, today for my tent. Today I was supposed to have my nine a.m. It's uh on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I have that nine a.m. of group exercise uh, out by like the Dolphin Green. Uh-huh. But it was really cold today, so she said yesterday that no class because it's gonna be really cold, and she couldn't find an indoor space for us. Oh, that's cool. So I had a 10 a.m. in person, and it was like 40, but it felt like 30. So damn, yeah, because you guys are right there on the river, so the wind is gonna kick your ass. She said that in her email too. She said 40 degrees by the river. Trust me, it's not worth it. <laughs> She's smart. But, yeah. So cold weather. And the one thing I hate about cold weather is it dries up my hands. And I'm already someone who has like just natural dry skin. Mm-hmm. So my hands itch even more in this cold weather. Damn. This dry skin. You need to get you some gloves. I know. And probably chapstick too. Um, another low. We mentioned it earlier, the heat. Why? It, it's just frustrating right now. It, it's, we'll get through it. It's just a rough patch. I've been watching it, but it frustrates me and it hurts. To oh, no, I put the game on. Put the game on the other day, and we were down by like thirty, and I just turned it off. I was like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and watch this. It's frustrating and it hurts. 
soapbox, man. But I mean, if you can't be with them during the down times, and be with them in the good times. No, that that's what the definition of a bandwagoner is. Yeah. So it's, me and you, it's, we just complain. It's just it's brutal to watch, man. But um, we should have won that game last night, man. Yeah, I know. We jumped out to like a big first quarter lead at the end of the first. It was like thirty to eighteen, something like that. Yeah, once you take Bam out of the game. Yeah. Anyway, my other low is so basically last semester for school, you had to, well, you still do it this semester. You t- you sign up for one hour gym slot times. Uh huh. And the max they had last semester was twenty five, but if it got to like twenty or more, I wouldn't go at all because I don't go out of public the places in COVID with a lot of people. That's just mm-hmm. me. But this semester, they moved it up to 30. Uh, and now almost every fucking time slot gets filled. Aren't so you I working have, there, though? Sometimes. I work more in the gaming room. Mm-hmm. But it gets filled up. Like, I went, I tried signing up for 7 o'clock the other day. Or I first signed up for 6, and it got filled. 30 people. So I said no. Then it got filled. Then I signed up for the 7.30 after, and it got filled up at 30. So I said, no, I can't do this. So I signed up for 9 o'clock, and it was like 18 people, but that's fine for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to have to go that late. So I have to go in the mornings now. Tuesdays, Thursdays, I go in the – I probably go to ground. That's not now. So. It's gotta, you got to rise and grind, my friend. Yeah, it just sucks that oh, – I just hate too many people. Oh, yeah. I don't hate people in general. I just hate being in too many. I hate being in such these um, crowds. And, like, they don't require you to work out with masks in the gym. They say it's not required in the gym. So no one wears it, but I'm the only one. I just wear a buff, so. But it just, uh, I hate it. Sounds rough, buddy. I hate being around that many people. My highs, though. Um, Adam Wainwright. Wainwright was back. He signed for another one-year deal. I saw that. Good for him. Yeah, now we're just waiting on Yadier. Oh, well, low is that apparently we are not really going after Colin Wong. Damn. Shortstop, right? Not second baseman. I mean, he didn't really have the bat for it, but he was a gold glove, and he was still a good team. But I don't know. We're pursuing Arenado. We have trade talks. We've been having like, trade talks with Colorado for Arenado for like, seasons. So until it happens, I won't. Be, I won't believe that we get Arenado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't believe the trade talk crap until it happens. Yeah, we've been in the Arenado talk for like the past four seasons, so I'm just waiting to see when it actually goes through. That's another guy. He's he's always jumping around too. No, he's built the Rockies his entire career. I, I thought he was with somebody else this year. No. Oh, I'm thinking of some. Oh, I'm thinking of Machado. Yeah. Um. Another high, the Florida Panthers are 3-0-1. Their best start in Woo! best start in franchise history. Hockey. Seven points in four games so far. Pretty good. Who's playing well? I haven't even been watching. I've been watching a couple games lately. How's how's uh how's our boy Barkov doing? He's doing okay. He's decent. He's a, I like him. He's he's probably my favorite player since Luongo left. I probably like Ekblad more. Okay. But three, we started off three and zero, and then last night we lost a shootout to Columbus. So, we're three oh, shootout! We're three zero and one, but we've picked up. Um, we picked up a point in each game. Obviously, a win's two. That's points. the key. Just got to keep up. Just got to keep picking up points. Each win is 
one each win is two points and going overtime guarantees you at least one point. So you pick up if you points. can uh if you can if you can leave every game with at least a point, then you're doing good. Yeah. So a good start for the Florida Panther hockey season. Good job, boys. Clap it good up, job. clap it up. Um my final high. My class schedule seems pretty easy so far. I'll get to more of that. In, that's that's good, bro. I'll get to more of that later, but it, it seems simple and easy so far. It's pretty fun. I'm glad, bro. Um, I think that's pretty much about it for highs and lows. I had another one written down, but I'll bring that to college talk because it's a high and a low at the same time. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, this week we, uh, me and Michael decided early on in the week that we were gonna bring back salty and sweet because we we thought it was uh. We thought it was funny the first time, and we had a, a couple of good examples for it this week. Um, I'll let you go, Mike. I'll let him. I'll let you. You tell him uh, your salty first. So my sweet will be. Um, my sweet will be Damian Lillard, but I'll go way back to the salty because the salty has to deal with OKC and Paul George. Obviously, remember when Damian. Same time. When Damien ended their season with that buzzer beater. Logo step back three. Yeah. So, obviously, OKC has – I don't think they've ever been happy about it. I think if you still ask them about it now – They're still salty. They're still upset. Paul George still goes at it with Lillard here and there. About Paul George their- goes at it with everybody. I've, like, come to the realization that I don't think anybody likes him. Yeah. He goes at it with them throughout their career. But the other day, Damien dropped um, – I don't know if it's a new shoe or just a shoe with a new color line. But he dropped but, a shoe. Yeah, he dropped a shoe with Oklahoma City colors. And the best part of all is it has his stat line from that game where he dropped a buzzer beater to end the series. Of course it does. So that's just, you know, that's a, just a big fuck you to OKC and to Paul George. Like, yeah, my, fuck you, Paul George. My stat line to end your season is on a pair of shoes. And it's in your colors. It is. Well, in your former team's colors for Paul yeah. George, but for OKC, it's in your team colors. Yeah, I'd be pretty salty about that if I was either of them. So salty will be OKC and Paul George, but the sweet will be Lillard. I like that. I like that. Um, Mine was uh, – mine, mine was after that uh, after that Bucks game, Michael Thomas tweeted out at Carlton Davis calling him like the slant king and that he was sorry and that like they that uh if Tyreek Hill was going to be on him in the Super Bowl like they were gonna get their ass kicked or something it was something along those lines and Carlton Davis basically responded to him like yo shut up I bodied you three times this year and you're watching the game from your couch <laughs> so my salty is going to be Michael Thomas he's obviously still a little butthurt about uh you know not doing shit last week um, that he he can't get over the fact that the the Bucks sauced on him, so my salty is going to be Michael Thomas. My sweet is Carlton Davis because he's got a one way ticket to the Super Bowl. I mean, in all fairness, though, I will say Michael Thomas is kind of right. Every game I've seen of the Bucks, it's just been throw throw it at Carlton Davis's side. Has I never said right. that he was wrong. I only said that no. he, he was mad. No, you, you never. To me, if you lose, you can't talk shit. No, I mean it's not like. If he lost the game, but he would have had like ten catches for like 140 yards, and it'd be like, oh, he did his job. But no, yeah, you lost. You didn't help. But at so, the same time, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's just you can't talk. You you can't talk about it. Like you can be right, but people are gonna make fun of you because you sound like a little girl. Yeah. 
but no, he's he's not wrong. Every every game, every game I've seen of the Buccaneers, it's just throw at Carlton Davis's side. Yep. Well, that's what that's what the Bucks did against the Packers. It was just throw at Kevin King. Yeah. Even even if Carlton Davis was not guarding the receiver intended, even if it was just in that side, just throw it at that way. And that's that's what that's a lot of what the NFL is. I mean, you have teams that have one really good corner, so you can't really attack them like you want to, and then you have to go after somebody else. And once you find a matchup that works for you, I mean, it's game over. Yeah. If the Bucks want to win, Bruce Aarons better have Carlton Davis guarding the other side, wherever Tyreek is. If, if he lines up against Tyreek, either call timeout or switch. He better line up Ty, He better line up Carlton on the other opposite side of Tyreek. And then if you're Andy Reid, you want to line up Travis Kelsey on the opposite side of Tyreek or whatever side that – Carlton yeah, Davis. you want to you want to put them on opposite sides. Carlton Davis, yeah. So Carlton Davis doesn't have to guard. Carlton. I honestly believe gonna, it doesn't you're matter. Force, you're gonna force them to be like, which side do we want Carlton on? Honestly, I don't think it matters because of the weapons that they have. I and I think they're just gonna go at him like the Saints did, no matter who he's covering. Oh yeah, there's so, so good much, luck. Good luck to you, Carlton. So much speed in that receiving core for for Casey. Good luck to you, Mr. Davis. You're going to need it. Kelsey, Hill, Robinson, Nicole, Hardman. I mean, they're uh, Watkins. You said Watkins. Um, they're even, just if not... you, even if you line up the, the, the running backs in the slot or in the outside. I'm taking Clyde Edwards like all day. Yeah. Throw him the fucking ball. Um, but yeah, that was my salty and sweet. That was a that was a good one. I I, I like that call for this week's episode, Mike. Salty and sweet's funny because we get to call people out for their th- them being little bitches. Yeah, I, I saw the picture of the shoes and I just sent it to Joey. I said, "Yo, this is salty and sweet." And Joey said, "Oh, I had the idea of my Michael Tom- Tom- and right, like literally we did this on like Tuesday. And we were like, okay, that's that's gonna be a segment. Like, oh, perfect. We got our segment. Um. But with that being said, uh, the last segment we have is college talk. You guys remember college talk. We haven't done college talking in a little bit, but since we're back, Michael's back now. Um, figured we'd jump into it. Just let you guys know how we're doing up here back in the uh, back in the college life. Um, I, I'll go first. Uh, I, I've talked about it a little bit already, but, um, you know, my classes are cool uh, this semester. I have one in person and three online. Um, my one in-person class is only once a week, which is pretty chill. Uh, and after that class, uh, every week, our teacher, who's like a former, well, a former, he's like his company that he sold like three years ago, made like a billion dollars this year or something. So he's loaded. And basically he takes the whole class out to dinner and like buys his dinner so we can like ask him questions about business and stuff. And like last week they had, he had a special guest speaker, which is one of his friends. So he came to dinner with us too. And we got to ask him a bunch of questions. It's really cool. And you get to ask these guys who, you know, have been successful in their field of business. You know, what, do, what have you been doing? Like, what did you do differently than other people? It was really cool. It's like a perspective you don't get to see. Um, have, you other, have you asked any questions yet? Yeah, no, I asked a bunch. I mean, I was the first person there and like the last one to leave last week. Uh, so Damn. I, yeah, I was asking that guy a bunch of questions like, oh, what do they think like of like tattoos and earrings in an interview? Um, you know, wh- what were they doing? Like, what was, what gave them the idea for their current business? This, there's a bunch of questions. Um, anything I could really like think of, I asked, I asked them. Um, you gotta, ask about, the, you gotta ask about the stocks now. 
Yes. No. Next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him how he feels about the. On Monday, I'm gonna ask him about like what he thinks about this whole GameStop thing if he invested in it. So I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, that class is super chill. Um, the only class that I'm like really like like worried about is finance. Finance is a bitch. Um, don't tell my mom. But the good thing is, is that if you get a D minus, that's count that counts as passing that class. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm obviously shooting for an A, and I think I'm gonna do well. Um, but that I've heard multiple stories about this class, so that's the one class I'm like worried about. Um, other than that, school's pretty chill. You know, hanging out with my boys, uh, going going out, having fun. Um, you know, just soaking up uh, spring semester before summer rolls around. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty much all I got. I'll uh, I'll throw it over to you there, bud. Um, so my schedule for class, I have two fully online classes. So that leaves with just three classes for meeting times. Are you taking five classes? Up. Yeah. Nice. Uh, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. is in, it's at, outside the Dolphin Green. It's a group exercise class. So we have to eventually, each person has to lead um, three exercise classes to the whole group. Or to the okay. whole class. Okay. So I'm kind of nervous about that part. Nah, come on, that's right up your alley. You got you got exercises. Make them do jumping jacks. Yeah, but considering I'm someone who's shy and stage fright, I am going to hate those days. Just imagine I'm... like you're talking to me. Yeah, that's true. And Just then she like... also said, she said, um, because it's different type of exercises. So like okay. high intensity. It's not like an arm workout or a shoulder workout. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like high intensity core workouts. One yeah, of like them, like uh, running in place and shit like that. Yeah, one of them is water aerobics. Ooh. So said when the pool when the pool opens up in the springtime, we'll be in there a couple times for water aerobics. You better hope that that shit has a heater. No, it don't have no heater in the no, fall. You're screwed. I, I am gonna be cold because even in the fall, the water's cold for me. <laughs> you're screwed. I'm gonna hate that. But, I mean, the class seems fun though, but I'm just gonna hate the part of having. No, it does. It does sound fun, and like you get to meet uh, people and shit, which is like. I'm really happy. This is like the first real in-person class I've had. And I, like, there's only like 15 people in the class, but I've already met all of them and they all seem like really cool. So it, it feels like we're kind of getting back to a norm. Yeah. But the class seems fun. I'm just going to hate the part of going to the pool and having to uh, teach three classes. Michael's going to go into the pool in sweatpants and a hoodie. I will. I will have my towel laid out for me already and my change of clothes. Uh, my other class, my other class is like a hybrid almost. It's physics. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from ten to ten fifty, and then a lab on on a lab on Wednesdays, from one to three fifty. But she split the group. She split the class up into groups. So there's group A and group B. So group A goes to class on Mondays. Group B goes to class on Wednesdays, and group uh, Friday alternates between group A or group B. Okay. Like today, I went in. Today, group A went into class on Friday. And then same thing with the lab. One week group A goes, one week group B goes. So I went to lab last or this week that just came that this Wednesday this past Wednesday. So next week I don't go to lab. Okay. I just have to do it online. I was gonna say so what do you do you watch it online then? I watch it online. Is it but live it, or is it like no it's, just it's, watch it recording? Yeah, no, it's live. Okay. Um but that I don't class, have I don't have any live Zoom classes. Like i I never had a live Zoom class. They've always been like pre recorded lectures. Oh, because of your program you were in before. 
Well, that that and like the like the college that I'm in, like the business school here, like they were the first school to like really tackle the online thing here at Florida, like mm -hmm. years back. So they've always like they've always done like pre-recorded lectures and stuff. True. Yeah, but with that with that class, um, in my group, I have Alec and Dawson in my class and in my group. So nice. That's awesome, dude. It's fun. I mean, it's awesome that Dawson's there. I don't know about Alec. Hmm. Alec, if you're listening to this, I hate you. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, no but that, that's that's dope. Like, it's always fun having your voice in your class and stuff. I have the class with them. I, this, like, this, I think this is the second class I've had here at JU where I've had someone that I know. Because English, I had... I was going to say, didn't you have English with, like, Matthew and Pat? Yeah, spring semester of freshman year, I had English. It was, like, writing English class. Um, I had it with Matthew and Justin. Oh God! And that was pre-COVID, so that was when you know seats weren't spread out, and you don't have assigned seats, so it wasn't like all spread out. Like you could still sit in the same table. So it was like me and Matthew behind us was Justin, and the table was like two feet behind us. God, did you learn anything in that class? Yeah, we all passed. What? That's surprising. Well, because it's just writing, so it wasn't like actual like English literature. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're both back in, in full swing, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, and then Tuesday, Thursdays, I have one class from 11 to 12, 15. But what she does is she does a Tuesday. She normally uh, lectures on Tuesdays. And then Thursday, she always gives us like a, uh, an assignment due the, like by Sundays. So she says, I teach Tuesdays and Thursdays. You guys, there's, we don't meet up. So you guys can use that time to work on your assignments. So okay. Thursdays, I generally have the, the day off. Which I had it yesterday. Schedule, it, other than the other than the like three hour class, your schedule seems pretty light. Yeah, I mean, I had, I had the yesterday Thursday was the no class day, and it felt like a Friday yesterday. Yeah, I thought I woke up this morning thinking today was Saturday. Yeah, it's, I was, it's not because <laughs> I had no class yesterday. Like, yeah, today feels like a Friday, but you know. Uh, I I was in the shower and I was like, is today Friday? And I was, I was like, God, I don't know what day it is. And I like, I like leaned out of the shower and looked at my phone and I was like, oh my God, it is. I went out on a Thursday. Damn. Yeah. Um, so like I said, my class is still besides, well, physics, I have to take it for, it's a lower division requirement for my major. Mm. So I had to take it, but the rest are all major classes. The, like I said, the 9am on 9am Monday, Wednesday, Friday group exercise um 10 a.m monday wednesday fridays the physics the one on tuesday thursdays it's exercise psychology and then the two online ones one of them is exercise modification so like coming up with different like modifications for exercise to make it simpler for those or maybe like a bit more advanced mm -hmm. and the other one is like a coaching psychology i think that's cool yeah let me see exactly i don't know what the that course is called yeah, I'm, I taking a, I'm taking a sports event management class which is really cool nice yeah it's cool because like that class i tie in i can like tie that to my entrepreneurship class a lot because like they talk about a lot of the same things so that's really cool mm -hmm. yeah it's applied sport and performance psychology nice but those are my classes for this semester and then obviously work with either the gym or the gaming room. sounds like you uh you got a little schedule made up for you there mikey it is. It's an easy schedule, and it's full of so many, so much off time. I like it. I like it. Um, fully, fully online classes are really nice when you think about it. They are, but like, are we really learning anything? 
I mean, it depends the class. It depends like, on the you, class. You don't have to worry about meeting at a certain time, so it frees up your schedule. It's just all right as long as I sure. get this. As long as I get this assignment done by the end of the week, that's fine. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, that was the last uh segment we had for today, Mike. Unless you have anything else you want to tell the people, I think we're good. Um, just wear your mask. Yeah, wear your mask, people. And uh, if the COVID sniffing dog sits down, the fuck out of there. Sorry. Sorry. Try again next week. Try again in two weeks. Um, but we uh, this we 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 know this was a shorter, simpler episode. Uh, last week was pretty packed, and this week was pretty uneventful. So uh, we hope you guys are just as disappointed as we are, if not more. And uh, we're just happy that you guys are turning in tuning into another episode, and we will uh, see you guys next week.